Hey, ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian or Aiden. Either way, I am still your host, and you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of ooky, spooky, scary stories. Y'all, welcome back. It has been so long. It's been a long time. I'm sorry. I took a little time off with no warning. I should have said something. I, to be fair, I did post on the day that the last episode was supposed to come out that like I was taking a little break, but finals are this week. I was trying to prepare. Still don't know if I'm prepared, but we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. I'll give you a little update on that next time. Hopefully I, I get good grades and y'all send me your, your positive vibes and send me those A plus vibes for my finals and hopefully I do well. So anyway, yeah, I missed you all. I hope you missed me. If you're new here, if this is your first time welcome like i said this is susto and it's the podcast of ooky spooky scary stories if this is not your first time welcome back and i know that i had some friends promoting the show and so if you came here through them thank you for being here thank you for sticking around because this is a new episode and i'm sure that you listened to one of those and wrote about one of those before but yeah thank you for sticking around and coming back and and i'm glad that you enjoyed it so much that you wanted to come back you were like we're like a family here you know we're just we're we're just one big unit of spooky, scary people. So anyway, so quick updates as always. Susto is on Patreon. So if you want to support Susto, you can do so by becoming a patron and you can donate as much as you want each month. That can be $1, that can be $3, that can be $100. You literally choose the amount that you want. And that's what's so great about it. And it's a monthly payment. So if you want to do that, make sure that you head over to patreon.com slash Susto. You can find the information on all of Susto Media's social pages as well. So that's on Instagram at Susto Podcast, also on Facebook at Susto Podcast. And you can also use those places to submit your spooky stories, videos. If you have an EVP, anything that you want me to share on the show or on the social media, I'll do it that way. You can you can post it on the Facebook or send it in a private message to me, or you can email it to me to sustopodcast at gmail.com. Seamless. That was Oh, that felt so good. I hit all of those marks so right. You know, I was I was a little worried. I was like, how am I going to do this? Am I going to, that's me snapping. Am I going to like be able to get back into this? Because it's been a while. I thought I was going to be rusty, but smooth, suave. I'm like, ugh, my mind, I'm so powerful. Anyway, so some other quick updates. The susto sticker giveaway went pretty well thank you everyone who participated and special congratulations to all the winners i will go ahead and have those in the mail asap i am so sorry (laughs) because i know it's taking me a while but i'm gonna get them out tomorrow actually which is today which is when the show is coming out i'm going to get them out today i will put them in the mail i promise you and i said it so it has to be done so yeah congratulations to those people if you didn't win a sticker i'm super sorry but you know maybe i'll have another giveaway in the future but until then i'm going to be selling the stickers for three dollars a piece and these are three inch stickers they're vinyl stickers so they're pretty good quality so they're pretty durable because they're vinyl and they pop really nicely. I ordered them through a company online and I was really worried because I got the initial ones and they were super dark. And then like, I just talked to them and I was like, Hey, can you help me? And they helped me brighten them up to make them like, to make the colors really pop on it. So they're like super cool stickers. You can put them anywhere. And the winners, as soon as you get your sticker and whatever you do with it, take a picture with it, like take a picture of where you put it or like a selfie or something. Cause I want to see what you do with it. I want to see where people are going to put their stickers, but yeah, back to the point. If you want one, they're $3 each for now, just go ahead and send me a message on any of the social medias or the email address and we'll figure out how to make that exchange happen. I cannot tell you all how excited I am to like be doing this again. I feel so calm right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so just to tell you all how much doing the show means to me and how much I didn't want to skip that week. But yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm going to keep on going. I don't know that I will take a break during the winter holidays. You know what? Enough about me. How's it going with you? Uh-huh. No way. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. You see right here, mutual, mutual exchange. I love listening to you too. Anyway, I'm not going to waste any more of your time being silly. Um, I will just go ahead and jump into it. So today's episode is going to be about La Casa Matusita, also known as the Yellow House. La Casa Matusita is arguably Peru's most well-known haunted site. Located right in the historic heart of Peru's capital city of Lima, at the corner of avenues Garcilaso de la Vega and España, this old house has brought many a resident and visitor to a terrible fate. It is often ranked as one of the most haunted places in all of Latin America. While there are a myriad of variations of the Casa Matusita tale, most seem to agree on the details of the original story. Our legend begins in Peru's colonial era when a young woman named Devarspa Parvane immigrated to Lima from Europe. Devarspa was of Persian ancestry, and she soon became the subject of local gossip. The townspeople swore that she was a witch with magical powers, though she was only ever known to use these powers to heal the sick. It wasn't long before the feared Spanish Inquisition learned of this and arrested the young lady. She was tortured until she confessed to practicing witchcraft and was sentenced to death. As she was burned at the stake, it is said that she cursed the spot where she died with her final breath. A rich man built his house some years later on the spot where Dervaspa was burned. The man was influential, pretentious, and cruel. His servants began to plot revenge against him and waited for the right moment to strike. One evening, the man invited a group of associates for a dinner party. As they talked, the mistreated servants took advantage of their master's occupation with his guests, preparing all of the drinks with a hallucinogenic plant, hoping to embarrass their master. After serving the man and his guests the drugged refreshments, they waited outside the door in anticipation. A few minutes passed, and they began to hear laughter. Thinking that all was going according to plan, the servants drew closer. Suddenly, the laughter turned into loud noises and screams of agony. The servants stood paralyzed until the screams stopped, then one of them dared to open the door. In that room, they found their master and his guests ripped to pieces, arms and legs scattered about the floor. In their madness, the master and his guests had murdered each other with their bare hands in the most gruesome way imaginable. The servants ran out of the house babbling senselessly and were promptly locked away in an asylum where they never recovered from what they had seen. The house remained abandoned for nearly a century after this until one day, a Japanese immigrant named Mr. Matsushita moved in with his wife and children. They moved into the second floor where the brutal killings had happened a century earlier. They turned the first floor into a shop, which supported their family in the meantime. One day, Mr. Matsushita came home earlier than expected from his errands out in the city. As he walked up the old staircase leading to the second floor, he heard moans coming from the bedroom. 
When he found his wife there with another man in his own bed, he grabbed a knife from the kitchen and murdered both of them as well as his two children before finally killing himself. Another tale tells of a local priest who attempted to perform an exorcism when the shopkeeper renting the first floor complained of strange noises above. The priest climbed the stairs and entered the dark and unkempt second floor living room. Within minutes, he began to scream that he heard the voices of tortured spirits, and when his shouts ceased, he was soon found inside the house. They say he died of a heart attack. The final and most recent story about the house happened in the 1960s. Humberto Vilches Vera, an Argentinian TV personality, took up a dare to spend seven days and nights inside the haunted second floor. After only four hours, he ran out screaming and spent the next two years in psychological care. An interesting theory about the legend of La Casa Matusita is told by the central Lima locals today. They say that because the old United States Embassy in Peru was right across from the old house, the legend was invented to keep anyone from entering and spying on the embassy from the second floor. In this case, the legend has persisted long after the embassy moved away. In 2016, the Matusita house was taken apart and remodeled by the current owner, putting the future of the legend in question. Naturally, the remodeling has taken away a large part of the fear and mystery around the place. This action, while probably necessary for safety reasons, may put the legend's survival in jeopardy. Yet, perhaps the destruction of one legend, arguably Peru's most famous, could pave the way for much more to be uncovered. Okay, so I really, really, really loved that story. I thought it was so much fun. And right off the bat, I'll just tell you, I used a website. Uh, it's livingperu.com. And this is a story on that website. And normally, like I've said before, I piece stories together. Or I try and like write something on my own based on like versions of the story that I've heard or whatever. But this story, like on this website, I, I read it from beginning to end the way that it is. I didn't change it because I loved it so much. And again, it's on livingpudu.com and it doesn't have an author's name, but this story, it's from August, 2017. And the only thing it says on here is by Living Peru. I couldn't find anyone's name on it, unfortunately. So if you want to look more about that, cause they have links on here, uh, like their sources, um, you can go and peruse through those because again, it was a really cool story and I really enjoyed it anyway. Okay. So there were a few things I wanted to like check out or like cross-reference, I guess. So this is like a real house. It's a real place that exists. And there is a picture of it on this website and there's, you can find pictures of it online and I'll put one on the Instagram, but, um, I wanted to see if there was a way that I could find like you know, is this true? Like, did these stories really happen? And, you know, it's going to be hard to prove that a lot of these things happened. But the most recent one was the, uh, that television personality, Humberto Vilches Vera, that, that was like, that happened in the 1970s, apparently. And I'm not sure if that's what I said in the story, but I, I found another, uh, another website here, folklore.usc.edu about their, their USC digital folklore archives about La Casa Matusita that, 
there apparently that was very well documented that that television personality what happened to him so i'm just going to read what it says here it says in the late 1970s argentinian comedian humberto vilches vera made a bet on his television show that he would stay in the house for seven days without incident however on the fourth day neighbors called police because of the horrible screams that could be heard inside the house the police and ambulances arrived and took vera away who was still screaming speaking in tongues and acting erratically he was also frothing at the mouth he was sent to an insane asylum for 13 months and after his release forever declined to speak of the house while the previous versions about the chinese family so here it says that the family was chinese and the story that i read it said that they were japanese and so here it says that um Chinese family and the cruel master are not supported by any evidence other than property records which show that the house was indeed inhabited by a Chinese migrants. The Vilches Vera case is the most recent occurrence that is well documented and would seem to corroborate the stories of the hauntings. However, Vilches Vera denied having entered the house in his autobiography and said that while he made the bid, his intention was only to fool people into believing he'd entered the house. Vilches Vera was very vague in his autobiography, which was published shortly before his death, and he does doesn't state exactly how he pretended to enter the house, nor does he address his documented rescue by the police or his disappearance after the incident. The insane asylum story has never been proven since no documents have been found, but apparently he did like disappear for those 13 months. Overall, it's a very puzzling case. So that kind of solidified it for me. You know, and like I've said before, I'm a believer, but from like a skeptic perspective, I guess. I mean, that's what I like to say or think that I am. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, if, if there's like a way to prove something or debunk something, then like show it to me. I want to know it. And this is like, this just corroborates and it, and, and it, um, what's the word? It affirms that story that this place was haunted because this well-known this famous television person took their chance with it and it was documented like it's documented by police records apparently that they had to go and like get him out of there so that was really really scary to me and there's other like sources on online about this house that it's just different stories of how it's haunted and apparently i saw one of them there was a comment that there's like a sheridan hotel next to it or near it and people can see from the hotel they can see activity in the house and they can see like lights and like stuff moving and all that also i want to correct myself just from a little bit early, earlier the person who wrote this they replied in the comments their name was mike Dreckschmidt, but yeah he's the person that put this story together based on all those uh, other sources so so, yeah, I mean, I really don't know what kind of context I could go into in regards to this story, because this is just about like one specific haunting. And I've said it before with other stories that I've done, like it, this is like with the UFOs, you know, it's kind of like too vague. There is just like such like a wealth of like anecdotes and and uh, and like scary stories passed around about like different like individual hauntings so i'm not sure exactly like how much context i can give you about that you know like a haunting is a haunting is a haunting right it's almost as if you've heard one of them then you've heard all of them but they're still super fun to listen to right so this one i thought was just really interesting because it, ha it has such like uh what's the word i don't know it has such like a rough history i guess there's so many things that happened from just like be even before it was a house just like the land itself is said to be cursed and then this really horrible person built a house on it and this really horrible person and his associates murdered each other and then this man murdered his family and himself like it's just like i mean you heard the story hello you you heard you just heard it it's yeah but imagine like all this like bad energy just like sitting in one place like even if you don't believe in like spirits or ghosts or how you believe in it i think like i'm and i'm gonna get all like super metaphysical on you all but i while i believe in those things i also believe in like the impact of energy that we have like 
even while we're alive, you know, because maybe that, <laughs> maybe that's an episode for another or that's a, yeah, maybe that's another episode that we should have uh, where or maybe like I'll do like a Q&A or something. But yeah, actually, that would be cool if you all have any questions for me about anything, but especially about this, send them to me. And like, I would not mind doing, if I get enough questions, I will do a Q and a episode. If I get like one question, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's like not worth it. But <laughs> so yeah, sending questions, like I would be to- totally down. Like, I feel like I have a lot to say about all of this stuff. It's just, I, I need to like focus it on one thing. So I don't know. I feel like I've gone completely off the rails right now. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed that story. I mean, if you've ever experienced a haunting in a house or a place that you were like living in for a while or like a hotel or anything, just send it my way. Let me know. You already know how to do that. So I will not take any more of your time. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Make sure to go back and listen to all the previous episodes. So this is going to be episode 17. So 17. Wow. It's like wild in my mind to think that I've done this many episodes, but I'm happy to be doing them. I'm happy that you are listening to them and uh, please share the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I forgot to mention earlier, that's another way that you can share your story. And also please consider becoming a patron. It would help me so much. I completely produce this show on my own. I license all the music and the sound effects that I pay for. I pay to keep the podcast up. I paid for the stickers and invested in them. So think about buying one of those as well. And yeah, again, uh, just all the same things that I've said before. But yeah, hope you all have a spooky, spooky day, evening, week, weekend, year life not a semester i hope your semester is not scary at all because honestly i'm praying for a not scary semester either or an end to it at least but yeah i'm gonna gonna stop taking so much of your time thank you all so much for being here and i will talk to you in the next episode bye